Hey, this is Milan Milan, and we are together again. Amen. So I hope everyone's had a decent weekend, decent week leading into the weekend. So I'm in Um, we're gonna get into continuing of our study on keep trusting. Okay. We already know it's so much, so, so much that is uh, happening right now. Um, I don't watch the news like, I really don't watch the news. I watch social media. That's my news. I don't feel like the news is really going to tell you what's up. They, you watch it and you have to basically look at the narrative you can't just take it for what it is um i watch social media (laughs) social media is like you mess me right and we're telling each other look look what they're doing that's the news um but even that i don't take any of it higher than what the father tells me so i've been praying about this and got this podcast to go over so before we start um you already know we're gonna pray sometimes i actually pray before i get on lately i've been praying on here with you so, if you ever get on and I don't pray on here, I pray before. But we're going to take a moment and pray now. Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for everyone listening. Thank you for your patience and your kindness to us, Father. I ask that what we're going over today father anyone that has scales on their eyes lord that you remove them so that they can see anyone with plugs in their ears lord that you remove them so that they can hear the word of god anyone who is just in disbelief father i ask that you give them comfort and allow them to see truth Allow them to hear you speak to them and to guide them and to lead them. Please, Father, give them discernment on the things that are happening in this world and in their personal lives. Amen. So we shall always be led by his spirit his Holy Spirit. And I went over this. Um, I don't know what, which one we were going over, but he is so loving that our father knew we needed atonement for our sin when sin was brought into the world, right when in the Garden of Eden. And he knew that we needed atonement for that sin. So he sent his son, Yeshua, to die on the cross. But Yeshua rose again. And now he is our high priest. 
through that belief and repentance from all sin and fully trusting in what he's done, we have salvation. So we must confess our sin. Repent, which means to turn away from and trust in him. It's nothing that you can do and it's nothing we can do because honestly, we probably mess it up anyway. So, I wanted to start with that and just so that anyone who's listening you may be saying, but my sin is too big. Like, I've done too much. I've, I've just been out here just far from God. And I'm here to tell you that no sin is too big. Because what he's done on the cross was not just for me, but some of my sins. It was for you and all of our sins. Every last one. And because he is all powerful and because he is all knowing, he knew before you existed what you would do. He knew. So nothing catches him off guard. So let's get into it. So keep trusting, right? So we see everything just looking not too good. But for the believer, this is an exciting time. This is an exciting time for me because I know that the word of God is true. It is the final authoritative word of Elohim. So if it's the final, which it is, authoritative word of Elohim, that means he's coming soon. It's literally part of the gospel that he will return and he will remove us from the wrath to come upon the whole entire world. If we look in, what is it? Revelation 3 verse 10 says, because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. He didn't say to dwell on part of the earth. He didn't say this side of the earth. He said those that dwell on the earth. So that means we must be removed. So let's get into these troubling uh, things, right? We see the stuff going around. Um, it's the second one. We see WAR occurring. And didn't he say these things will happen? He said these things. He said pestilences. And there will be wars and rumors of wars. You guys, open Bibles. It's literally in there. If you didn't know, please open your Bible. It's truly his love letter to us. He has warned us of these days to come. So, if we look at, and I believe this one, 
If we look at 2 Timothy, it is chapter 3, and we're going to start at 1. And it's perilous times and perilous men. All right, we're going to go through 9. So 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 9. It says, but know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Janus and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapprove concerning the faith, but they will progress no further, for their folly will be manifest to all as theirs also was. So now let's go to Matthew 24. And Matthew 24. Verse 1 starts with signs of Christ's return. Now, there are going to be, let's see, actually, yes, that's where we're at. There are going to be um, parallel verses. You can find them in Mark 13, 1 and 2. You can also look in Luke 21, verses 5 and 6. So, Matthew 24 starts out. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to shew him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone unable upon another that shall not be thrown down. In Mark 13, 3 through 13 and Luke 21, 7 through 19, he further goes on to say, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye not be troubled. 
for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, and pestilences, and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because inequity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. And the gospels of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. So what are we to do, right? You should put on the armor of God. Always. What's the armor of God? Reading your Bible. Praying to the Most High God. Waiting for His Holy Spirit to instruct you. Look in with me now, Ephesians 6. Starting at verse 10 is the whole armor of God. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand before. Therefore, having girded your waist with the truth, the word of God, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shot your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints and for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So do not be a punk. Do not be afraid. Our Father is with you always. He is with you, with you, with you. Do not 
fear men. Who was going to fear men when we have a creator that is the creator of all in heaven and in earth, right? He created it all. Why fear men? All they can do is what they can do to your body. But when our father, he he's the creator. He's your creator. He's their creator. Why are we afraid? Do not be afraid. If you see some injustice happening and you can actually say something, say something. Don't be that innocent bystander because you're really not innocent if you're standing by and you're allowing it to happen. It's just like if you were in school and you see the bully, right? The school bully or the class bully messing with somebody. You just walk by like it wasn't happening. Why? Step in and say something. So how, how can you apply that today? We see all of this chaos. We see all of this mess that's happening. Pray. That is our strongest weapon. It's prayer. Because our Father, He hears you. He sees it. And when you have faith, just as small as mustard seed, mountains can move. Great things can occur when the body of Christ does not neglect one another to come together and to pray for each other and to pray for others like family members or friends or the world. Things change. However, his word is true. His word does not return void. What we went over are prophecies that will occur. He said it is going to occur. It's in the Bible. He said it. He meant it. It wasn't one of those metaphors. He meant it. Wars and rumors of wars, pestilences. We're literally saying that now. It's not a metaphor. It is truly coming to pass. As a child of Elohim, there's nothing for you to fear. If you're not this child, it is not too late. You are breathing. You have purpose. There is a reason you're listening to this podcast now. If you have not chosen Elohim to be your one and only God, the most high God, if you have not given him your life, now is the time to do so. Because tomorrow isn't promised. Later today isn't promised. Okay? It's not. He is a patient, patient God. But also understanding he's a just God. So, everything we see has a date on it. Right? of when it is set to so-called expire, when he will bring justice. We don't know what that date is, but we can definitely see the signs of the end of times. It does not take a rocket scientist, bro. It does not take a rocket scientist, sis. Jesus is returning and he's returning soon. 
You tried life your way. Maybe putting God in a little bit, but not all the way. Just imagine if you allow our Father to have complete, His complete will over your life. I'm sure it's a better outcome than what we could ever do. And I'm talking to myself too when I tell you this. I'm not pointing a finger. I'm telling you, I've been that one that I wasn't really giving God all of me my whole life. Like, God, take all of this. But now I am. And I have been for quite a while. But I would used to be like, mm, I figure it out. Right? I figure it out into a deeper hole and wish I had to just trust the Elohim in the first place. So I'm telling you this from experience. I'm telling you this because his love is so great. It's nothing I can explain when his spirit is upon you. It's um it's truly indescribable. It it's, it's emotional. It was emotional for me. I um, I remember crying, feeling good, having this peace. Oh my goodness, peace, this peace. When he says peace surpasses all understanding. Oh. It's beautiful. When I tell you that he hears you, yo, like I've been saying some stuff, doing things. And then as soon as I say, God, I can't do this. Help me. Father, help me. I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't figure this out. He answers. And it's like, he everywhere. He's literally everywhere he never ceases to amaze me and and then i laugh and i tell myself why didn't you just ask him the first place right i keep telling myself that so hopefully i'm gonna get to the point where i just ask him first instead of trying to figure it out i am not that girl anymore that used to try to figure out and not consult god at all what i'm saying is you know even the smallest of things it was just okay. So it was this one time that we were trying to get this thing open, like this little shed I got in the back. And well, I wouldn't say shed. I mean, it's storage, whatever, uh, for my pillows and things out there for the uh, furniture outside. So anyway, I it was so hard. I tried. My son tried. It was like one of those. What? This is not opening, y'all. And he's super strong. He be lifting on exercising like all the time. And it just wasn't working. So I remember it was just really short, simple. God help me. That thing popped open, y'all. Hear me? I was like, what? It. it don't tell me God ain't real and that he ain't listening because um, I'm here to tell you there's so many more instances where I can tell you on how he literally was there 
and was just like, oh my goodness, I got you. Right? Like, he's amazing. He's amazing. My goodness. He's more patient than I could ever be. Because I can be hard headed at times. Me personally. And I have been patient, but not as patient as uh, my father. So I just want to leave that with you guys. Um, I don't want to be rambling and make this longer than it needs to be. What I'm going to say is if you know Christ, that is beautiful. And I can't wait to see you. In heaven but if you don't know Christ now is the time to choose him because we don't know what that date is that we will no longer cease to exist on this earth so I want to give you one of the um, favorite verses. Of salvation. It is Romans 10 verses 9 through 13. And it's truly this simple. The Bible is not a book to mince words. Yeshua did not mince words. It is truly the same. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that Elohim has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of Yahweh shall be saved amen amen so when you see capital l o r d if you're reading from a bible that doesn't have hebrew wording l o r d all capitalized is is his name yahweh lower case l o r d would be used in terms of like master so if you remember abraham was called l lowercase l-o-r-d he was master okay not the same as saying capital l-o-r-d as in yahweh okay it's funny i was listening to uh one of these debates and somebody was trying to trip up the Christian and 
the Christian beautifully. Sure, with the help of the Holy Spirit. Broke that down. And so now that I'm seeing it, I just wanted to mention it. It just mention it. Capital L-O-R-D throughout the Bible is Yahweh. Lowercase L-O-R-D. This master. Completely different. Yeah? Completely different. Because lowercase L-O-R-D is not Yahweh. Capital L-O-R-D in all caps. Capital L, capital O, capital R, and capital D. I just don't want it to be any misunderstanding about what I'm saying. If you look at Romans 13, your Bible, your love letter, should read capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. That is Yahweh. So if you, um, would like the Bible, like the scriptures on what I'm referring to, because it has his name in there and all of the people throughout the Bible, like the disciples. And then you think about Abraham and all that, all of them there. I'm trying to search for it now. What I'm going to do is I will put a description of um, to the link to the Bible um, that I have that has it. Okay. Um, this Bible is amazing. And it, I feel um, it, it has helped me. So if I can do anything, it's going to help anybody else pass along what I know I'm going to do. So I'll give you the link in the description. Um, and then, you know, I can, I use it and sometimes compare it to the other. I'm like, oh, that's what it, okay, okay. Like, it just helps. It helps me. So, hopefully it'll bless you. Um, I love you all. But guess what? Jesus loves you more. He does. And um, I pray that your day, your weekend is awesome and amazing and if there's anyone you see and they look like they might need a little bit of assistance crossing the street carrying some bags maybe even strike up a small conversation about our savior always be led by his spirit always be led by his spirit ask him who he would like you to speak to Ask him how he wants to use you and then wait for him. And you know it's him when you have peace about it. You know it's him when you feel this nudge to do it. He's a loving God. He truly is. And just never forget what the Lord has brought you from, he can do it for the next. Okay. I love you all. Be safe. Keep God first in everything that you do. Until next time. Shalom.